You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Cool Kyle, and with me as always, the yin to my yang, the Rev Cat. No, the yin to your yang is your wife. I'm just Rev Cat. Yeah, but friends can be yin to yang. How many yins to the yang do you have? I have plenty of yins to the yang. That, that I don't feel as exclusive. That doesn't make me yeah, feel Yeah, but there's special. not a lot of people that are the yin to my yang. Yeah, but there's a, there's enough. Well, of course, my wife has to be one, but you're the other. She doesn't have to be one, but she just she's obligated to based on the fact that you are legally married to her. No, that's not true. That doesn't make you yin and yang. That makes you married with a piece of paper. That's all it really is. Yin and yang is just... A piece of paper that costs a lot of money when you get divorced. Yeah. Remember, love is grand, but divorce is a hundred grand. Exactly. Remember that. (laughs) Remember that. Yeah. I've been through the, the fire and flames, I know. Not trying to get divorced. Don't. It's not worth it. That's why I, oh, there's all these college girls on campus that I can't look at. I got to be good boy. You can look. You just can't touch. Looking's yeah. free. That's true. Touching yeah. is going to cost you. Exactly. Exactly. All right. What are we talking about today? So we are talking about a couple of things today. Um, we are talking about our trip to uh, Gillette Stadium to see Billy Joel. and Our not trip to the Big E. Not our not trip to the Big E, <laughs> and we are uh, reviewing the NHL a little bit. You know, we're just gonna do season predictions. I was trying to make this two different episodes, but Kyle was like, "Let's just cluster lump it into one big chunk." And I'm like, "You know what? Fine, whatever. Yeah, That's why fine. not?" So if you don't want to listen to the sports half, uh, just skip the last half hour or whatever it's gonna be. And if you don't want to listen to the first half of the show and go to sports, then just skip and go to sports. Yeah. At this point, I don't really care. I'll put a chapter mark in there. Sure. Yeah. What do you want to talk about first? Let's let's start with Billy Joel. We'll, we'll end with uh, the NHL. Okay. Uh, so this was kind of the situation with ho- the whole thing about Billy Joel is, is that back in, I think it was March, or, I think it was March, um, for my father's birthday and his um, Father's Day combination gift, uh, I got him tickets to go see Billy Joel at Gillette Stadium. Uh, it was September 20... What was it? The 23rd? No. Maybe. It was It was at the end of September. I know that much. Um, Hold on. Okay. Yeah, it was 23rd. Okay. So September 23rd, my dad and I were supposed to go to see uh, Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks in concert at Gillette Stadium. Um Sadly, my father got COVID a couple days before the concert and couldn't make it. Um, so instead of letting the tickets go to waste, I try. I mean, I tried to sell them the first day. They didn't, for some reason, didn't sell, I think, because of the a massive amount of rain that was supposed to come in. Um, but uh, Kevin and I decided, I decided to invite Kev um, to the concert, and him and I went. <clears throat> Tell them the real reason. I held you hostage and you had no choice. That is true. Yeah. I, I felt threatened for my safety. <laughs> Please help. I can't believe you done this. 
You didn't so, have to add the please help in. There wasn't uh, you you're you wasn't that much danger. No, I'm not I'm not in that much danger. I'm gonna ask for help. Please help me. Help you with what? What nothing. Nothing. I didn't say nothing. What do you want? Nothing. You want me to help you with this story? No. Fine. I'll help you oh, with no, this story. Oh no, 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 no. No, no, it's fine. I got it. We're good. I got right. this. I mean, let me use my clear mind. No, I was saying help me because you're threatening me. I'm not help I'm not, no, I'm not threatening. You're holding me stuff. against my will. No, I'm not. If anybody's being held against their will, it's me. I'm the one stuck at your house right now. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but your car is pointed down the driveway, so you can just get your car and go. Yeah, to get through the firing squad downstairs <laughs> and all the dogs, yeah, and the alarms and everything. Jesus. That is true. Fort Knox over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, Kyle's dad was supposed to go. Kyle's dad didn't get to go. I was, a luckily, the benefactor of that. Uh, these tickets were very expensive. I believe Kyle uh, said in the range of thirteen hundred dollars for both tickets, both not tickets, just yeah. for one, yeah. for both. So roughly about six fifty a pop. Uh, sat in the club seats. For those of you who do not know what club seats are or have been to Gillette Stadium to enjoy said club seats, they're delightful. Yeah, padded it, seats. It's padded seats. They come within. Uh, it's like an open area on the inside. Like so, you. It's almost like a skybox kind of deal. Where it's just a big, long, continuous stretch from one side to the other, from like uh, section six to like section thirteen or whatever it was, or section five or whatever, from five to thirteen or thirteen to whatever it was, and um, basically, it's just an open area, and you can look out from like you can sit at different tables, you can see outside the windows and watch either a game or a show or whatever. There's um, a big full bar that's there, multiple bars there. Bathrooms, concession stands for food, uh, merchandise stands, all kinds of stuff. Are you drinking my water? I thought I brought one in for myself. No, you can have it. I didn't want water anyway. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy over here just takes my water. I thought it, I thought I brought it in. I could have sworn I brought a water in. You did. You probably drank it, you fool. No, no, no. I didn't drink it. Oh. I definitely brought a water in. Oh, you can have that one. It's fine. I'm not thirsty anyway. Ah, oh, okay. Anywho, so, yeah. Um, luckily for me as well, Kyle's dad is a very generous individual, and the legend was a legend, and was like, you don't owe me anything for the ticket. And I'm like, but it's a really expensive ticket. And he's like, it's okay. It's fine. Just enjoy the tickets. I'd rather have them be used for good than for them to go to waste or whatever. So... Yeah. I essentially got to go to Billy Joel for free. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? So did I. So my, And you know, for my... that, I say... Wicked pisser. Indeed, yeah. yes. Um, overall, I mean, the show was great. We did get rained on. It was pretty much a mist to, like, slow kind of rain in most of the night. Yeah. It wasn't too, too bad. Um, the new scoreboard setup and the lighthouse at Gillette Stadium are amazing. Yeah, it looked great. And at the time of recording this, we had much more fun at Gillette Stadium than the Patriots fans did today because the Patriots didn't even score a point. (laughs) Good Lord. So if you're listening to this episode back, I believe they lost, was it 34-0 to the Saints? 34-0, yeah. Jesus. (laughs) It was brutal. At least we had fun. Yeah, we did. A couple times, though, where um, people were kind of standing up and in our way, but... That's just the nature of concerts. It's what's going to happen. They're entitled to do whatever they want, just like you are, because they paid their money for their ticket, just like you did. And I kind of told Kyle, I said, that's kind of just how it goes. And we were at least polite enough to tell the people sitting behind us during the intermission between Stevie Nicks to Billy Joel, like, hey, 
we'll probably be doing a lot of standing for Billy because we're here more for Billy Joel than we are for Stevie Nicks. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And Kyle was like, I just want to let you know because other people obviously did not want to do that because there are people that would like come over to our section, sit in front of us and stand up. So you, cause we had a pretty good view of like just right on the, at the stage, like almost dead center. Yeah. I mean, we were sitting at like an angle, but it was still like a good spot the way the seats were set up. Yeah. And, um, people would get in our way and then they'd stand there for like 10 or 15 minutes and then they'd walk away and then we were open again and they'd come back more people, different people would come back and yeah, it's weird. Like I felt like there was like, there was multiple three or four groups of people that, that were, there. that were in those seats. Yeah. yeah. And then towards the, uh, portion of the Billy Joel show, I had a guy who decided to take not only, by the way, this guy and his group, right? Uh, he had not been there for the entire segment of, um, Stevie Nicks. Like there was nobody there next to me. I was by yeah. myself the entire time. There was one guy that did come over and sit next to me for a bit, and then they left. And I was like, "All right, cool. I got this. Play. I got the thing back to, to myself again." And then this freaking guy just kind of looking all around like a weirdo, just the entire time. <laughs> Must have been on one. I don't know. Whatever. Shout out to you, douchebag. But um, <laughs> so there's four people that are in this group, including this guy. And there's five seats there because in the next seat is me. I'm seat six. Somehow, dude that was standing next to me took up parts of seat five and seat six. So he took up my seat and the other guy's seat or whatever it was. Yeah, because he was moving around. Because he, he kept moving. Well, he kept was kind of swaying from side to side, and then his feet were like slowly shuffling more and more. And it got to the point where Kyle was sitting down, and I'm like, Kyle, you got to move a seat over because I can't. Like I was like squished like a. I, I couldn't move like this guy kept like bumping into me, but I don't think he realized he was bumping into me and I was going to kind of give him like an elbow or kind of just like jab him. And then he'd be like, Hey, what the hell? I'd be like, Hey, you ran into me. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not trying to start no shit and I ain't trying to get no fights. I'm there to enjoy the not concert. At a Billy Joel concert. I'm there to enjoy the concert and I don't want to be fucking banned from Gillette stadium because of some idiot who's in, and I'm just like, whatever, fine. I said, if he bumps into me and it's whatever, like if you bump into me and you turn around, you're like, Oh, sorry, my bad. It's all good, but I feel like if he would have bumped into me and knew he bumped into me and like looked over and then just looked away, I'd be like, not gonna say excuse me, like you bumped into me, like whatever. So yeah, eventually like they left and they came back and then they left and I was just like, it's whatever. And yeah. I tried to claim my area of my seat. Basically, uh, the best analogy that I can say is, had I been sitting in my seat when he was moving back, he basically would have been sitting on my lap. Yes, that's that was I was like, what the fuck? But yeah. Um, the show overall was fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Of course it's going to be first time they've been to, on tour together and done a show in New England. Oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. My shirt came in the mail the other day. Oh, nice. So I got my shirt finally. Very heavy vinegar smell. I don't know why. Uh, that's weird. So maybe just been the way that it was packaged or shipped or something. I don't know. Maybe to like preserve. I don't know. Yeah. But, um. I gotta wash it now, obviously, because it's got the, it's got a heavy vinegar smell to it. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, on the way up, we went to this little diner in Rhode Island called Cindy's, which is right on, I believe, Route Six. That was fun. Um, shout out to the beautiful ladies that work at Cindy's Diner, because some of them were kind of cute. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. You can fully confirm that. <laughs> uh, one of them in particular was funny because as B-52's Love Shack came on, she was like, 
she wasn't singing the words out loud, but she was basically like out loud, like mouthing the words, and you could see her walking back and forth, like mouthing the words. And I wanted to say something to her when she walked by to grab plates on the table behind me. And I've been like, oh, big, big, being a big B-52s fan or something. And I just didn't want to be like, huh, what? You're an old man and you're weird. <laughs> I've heard this song like 30 times yeah. over the speaker. Yeah. So yeah, I know the B-52s. Yeah, I as do I. <laughs> I've been alive a little bit longer than you. The B-52s, that's basically, that song's played almost at every fucking wedding. Wedding <laughs> or event or anything. Like that's one of like the songs. Yo. That song gets played. Uh, I mean, if you're going like old school, when I go off on a tangent here for a second. Oh boy. It's fine. Um, if we go like old school, like wedding or party or anniversary song or something, you got B-52's Love Shack will always be played. <clears throat> YMCA or the Macarena, Electric Slide, one of those three are going to be played. Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe is going to be played. Um, Bob Seger's Old Time Rock and Roll, that one's always fucking played. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, I will say, though, because I know that you weren't at my wedding, uh, I said those songs were on the band list. I said, no, I don't want to hear those. <laughs> and the guy was like, why? And I was like, no, because those songs are played every fucking time, and I'm trying to be different. Originally, like I told you before, my wedding was supposed to be 50s theme, and we wanted like 50s music, but nobody wanted to dance to 50s music because there's not really a lot of dancing you can do. I mean, there are some songs, but yeah. a lot of it's like slower pace and stuff. So we ended up having to do like Daft Punk and newer shit and because uh. the DJ's like, no one's dancing. But also at the same time, most of my ex-wife's side of the family just didn't dance. So yeah, the dance we didn't floor- get a ton of people dancing at our wedding either. No, it's just, it's one of those things. I feel like if you had like... Like, if it's family, it's one thing, because family obviously won't, but if, like, if you would have had, like, your wedding or whatever, and let's say there was, like, a good chunk of, like, people you knew from high school that had their dates and girlfriends or boyfriends or whomever yeah. was there, that would have been a better opportunity, because then all of your friends would have been out there with you, as opposed to, like, you know, grandma and grandpa and these aunts and uncles and stuff that are just, Yeah, you know. there's there's three groups of people that enjoy dancing at weddings. There's the very young children, there is the frisky elderly, and then there's like the bride and the groom. And that's pretty much it. After that, everybody else is like, listen, you're not going to get like Uncle Tom to get up and start, you know, doing the jive at the wedding because, you know, he's got a bum knee. So, you know, there's only a few groups of people that are willing to get up and dance, Mm -hmm. which, you know what? It is what it is. The music is there just to have fun. Yeah. If somebody wants to dance, they dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, Sydney's was fun. Mm. Billy Joel was fun. Overall, great time. What was not fun was the week after when you started to feel a little bit icky in mm-hmm. the beginning of the following week. And then midweek, you're like, um, I don't know if we're going to be able to go see uh, Third Eye Blind at the Big E. I'm not really feeling great. He's like, you know, you're like, I'll kind of, you know, keep an eye on it and see how it goes and so i was like all right well i'll at least try to start asking people so i asked people and some were like like i you know i'm already busy i have plans i can't go and i'm like great so i'm trying to struggle to find somebody because i did want to go and yeah i tried to put like a last ditch effort on facebook and maybe if i had to put it out a couple days prior and maybe would have given people more time because i kind of put it out like late friday night so you're talking about the concert being like the next day on saturday so and I was like, first come, first serve. Anybody want to, you know, message me or something? And I'll, you know, I'll let you know the details. And nobody got back to me. And you said Saturday you weren't feeling it. And I was just like, well, I could go by myself, but that's no fun. 
Yeah. So. I started I didn't start feeling better till about Sunday, which sucks because like the whole reason why I got sick was actually cuz one of my coworkers on Tuesday I found out was sick and had bronchitis and I had a little altercation with her. I won't say any names or anything like that, but I had an altercation with her on Tuesday which, you know, it, we were very in close proximity for a few seconds and she was sick. I didn't realize it. I, I pushed one of her buttons by accident. You you want to say interaction, not altercation. It was it was a, it was a little mini altercation. It wasn't really. It wasn't a pleasant interaction, if you want to call it that. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like you just had like an interact because the way you're making it sound, it's just like an interaction. Like I thought you meant. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, okay, no. Okay. We we had a little, we had a bit of a dust up, a I little dust up, okay, nothing a major, but it was just okay. a little dust up, just enough for her to be like, ha ha, germ warfare, cough cough, and then yeah. Well, <laughs> she was, you know, there was a moment where I was joking around with her, and I shouldn't have because I didn't know her well enough like that. Ah, uh, you're pulling, you're pulling parts from the Kevin book, and you uh, don't want to ever not, do that. It, no, it wasn't that type of joke. It was oh, something different. Oh, okay, okay. I know, I know your type of jokes. Oh, do you now? Do you? <laughs> I oh. do. So as soon as I automatically say, so there's this girl at work, and you're just like, yeah. oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. No, Kevin, no. no. <laughs> I know where the story's going. I can't. I know the last time I did it to you, you were just, I was like, there was this girl at work. You were like, what did you do now? I said, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> it was not about me. It was about somebody completely different. And then I told you the story. You went, oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was not, not expecting, expecting that, that yeah. at all. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there was a little altercation between me and her. You know, I was in her space a tiny bit, and I think I got sick from her because literally the next day I had to call out. It felt like garbage. And then I was out for Wednesday, Thursday. I went back to work on Friday, was struggling at work, and then got home, fell asleep woke back on Saturday, and I was like, no, nah, there's, there's no way I can walk around the biggie and go see this concert and stay mm-hmm. out late. Next time I, if I ever run into this individual, I'm going to say, you owe me money for not letting Kyle go to the yeah. Big A, you bitch. She freaking had bronchitis. That's that's why I got sick. She had bronchitis. Ne- maybe next time, just keep your distance. Yeah. Or have a mask on hand just in case, because you just, you just never know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, you know what? It is what it is. Shit happened. I already had COVID back in July. You know, now I got sick again. I'm fucking done getting sick. I'm starting to take vitamins. I'm taking Metamucil. I'm getting all the shit, trying to get my immune system up so I don't get sick no more. I don't want it. I don't want to get sick. That's it. We're done. Because <laughs> knowing my luck, I'll get sick again right before the holidays. Yeah, that's that's who I am. Just you're gonna get you're gonna get there. you're gonna get sick right before your birthday. Mm. Right before your birthday, and there's gonna be this big family Thanksgiving thing that you're not gonna be able to attend because <sighs> your thanks Thanksgiving's on your birthday and. So does that mean you're going to get birthday presents on Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, nice. Well, you won't because you'll be sick. (laughs) I'm not going to be sick. You're going to be sick. No, I'm not going to be sick. Yes, you are. (laughs) Check back in a month time, folks, and let's see if Kyle's (laughs) sick at the end of November. (laughs) Yeah, you'll know because it'll be a vault show instead of a real show. Or maybe what I'll do that weekend is we'll just we'll just call in and I'll just be like, "It's Kyle, my nose is all stuffed up and I can't talk right right now." Cause shut up, you son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> so that was our adventure to Billy Joel. It yeah. was great. Uh, at some point, uh, one of us, probably more Kyle, will post uh, 
videos because his phone's much better in quality than mine is. Mine's a potato. Mm. And we'll post some videos and pictures from our adventure to Billy Joel. Mm. So, yeah. So, Billy Joel was great. It was unfortunate about the Big E. We'll try the Big E next year. And uh, we'll see who shows up. Yeah. Maybe something fun will happen. Yeah, exactly. And I will make sure to buy my tickets from the Big E's website and not a third-party website where I get overcharged out the ass. Yeah, exactly. And because of your... Depending on if you're going to be sick or not, because you just never know. I might have to wait to like the very last minute to potentially buy tickets and just hope that they're there. <laughs> Depending on who the person is, if it's somebody that I know that <laughs> I wasn't planning on getting. No, sick. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, if it's like, like if it's like somebody that would be like, you know, like, like I'm trying to think of somebody that would show up at the Big E that would warrant potentially uh, like a sellout. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of somebody random. Let's say randomly Breaking Benjamin. I don't know. Okay. Let's say Breaking Benjamin or something like that was there. A, not a big, big band, but somebody who's bigger-ish. Um, obviously, if that if that show's going to sell... Like the Dropkicks. When we went to the Dropkicks a couple of years ago, yeah. tickets were very limited for the Dropkicks because how many were left? Because they're a local band in the area. So that's obviously, you know... So we'll see who they have for next year and plan accordingly. And I don't know, maybe I'll have a certain someone special in my life at that point and I can bring them instead of you. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Because I feel like the Big E is more fun with a significant other than it is with a friend. I mean... It is. It definitely is. If, if you just I respect want, it. If but... you just want to hang out with like a guy for the day, that's fine. But there's something that's nice about having a significant other. What you doing over there? You just taking a deep breath? Yeah, just... Uh, just tired? Just, just tired. It's been know? a busy day, I know. It has. It's been, it's been it's a been long day. It's been a losing day. day. I, well, you know, it's... You came in on the wrong side of the Patriots dynasty. Mm. Uh, you're on the back side of the train. It was a, you, it was a rough you, day, my you, boy. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. It's it's sports. And it is. Bruins around the corner. We'll get to them in just a minute, but, you know, yeah. we'll see. That's a good segue. It is. <laughs> Let's get into it. Beep, beep. All right, Paul Blart. <laughs> so, and uh, we're just going to start in the Eastern Conference and then go to the Western Conference. I don't really have a lot of reasoning for why I picked the numbers and the people, that, the teams that I picked, but... We're just going to go with it because I haven't really been doing my research and I promised everybody an episode this coming out this week about the NHL starting. So here we go. All right. Uh, in the Atlantic division um, from, we're going to go from bottom to top. Okay. So in eighth, I have Montreal. I'll quick little blurb about them. They're still kind of rebuilding. They'll be there mm-hmm. in a couple of years, but they're still kind of rebuilding. Yeah. In seven, Detroit, same thing. Ottawa in sixth. It's a tight division. I feel like someone's just going to have to be down there. Ottawa's going to be a good team. I just don't know if they make the jump just yet. Maybe next year or the year after. Just just not yet. Yeah. Surprisingly, and number five, Tampa. Uh, I could see it. They're Vasilevs- struggling. Vasilevsky's going to be out for the first couple months of the season after having surgery. And then he's obviously not going to be at 100% going into the season. Um, they have faltered out of the blocks recently with, you know, how they've been. And eventually, listen, they're a good team and they, you know, they're well coached, but you can't go to three Stanley Cup finals in a row, play over a hundred games every year and expect to just keep, no, at some point you're going to slip. And I think this is the year that Tampa Bay not only slips in the Atlantic, but misses the playoffs. I have Tampa Bay not even making the playoffs. Wow. Okay. In fourth. And as the first wild card team. I have the Florida Panthers. I think the Panthers are kind of on the trajectory that they the trajectory that they were last year. I mean, obviously, 
you know, they had won the President's Trophy and then they got eliminated and then they were an eighth seed and they didn't do great and they beat the Bruins and we're not going to get into that. <laughs> and then they went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. So I think Florida will still, will, should still be there. Yeah. Uh, in third, I do have Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be that team that finally takes that next step. I think Buffalo has made the right kind of moves. There's rumors that he hasn't been signed yet and maybe Patrick Kane goes to play with Buffalo. I'm sure Buffalo has the salary for it. I'm not sure what their salary is off the top of my head, but I'm sure uh, Patty's not going to ask for too much. What am I calling him Patty for? Like, I fucking know the guy. (laughs) I'm sure Patrick Kane is, he is also a native of Buffalo. So it would be a nice bit of a story to be like, hey, here comes a local guy from Buffalo, three-time Stanley Cup champion towards the back end of his career. You okay there? Okay. Yeah, I was just barbing. I oh. just didn't want to make it loud for didn't the know, people. I didn't know. It looked like you might have been vom- about to vom or something. I don't know. No, no, no. No, I was no, just no. barbing. Oh, okay, good, good, good. So, yeah, I think Buffalo takes the next step. And second is Boston. <sighs> Could be a little bias on this one. I, I will be honest. I mean, they're not obviously <clears throat> as good down the middle as they once were. No Krejci, no Bergeron. But they do still have a solid team around them. They picked up a bunch of veterans, which... Obviously could hurt them as far as maybe like speed wise because it's more of like a speed young man's game now. And you'll find the reason why I said that in the Stanley Cup final matchup that I have potentially set up. But I think Boston still, you know, they have something to prove. And if the last few years have dictated anything, it's the team that wins the President's Trophy the year before goes to the Stanley Cup the following year. May not win it, but goes to it. And it's happened like the last like three or four years in a row. So I hope Boston continues that trend and at least gets to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I agree. I'm hoping that that's what happens. But And uh, numero uno at the top, uh, I have Toronto winning the Atlantic Division. Um, you've got, uh, I almost said Patrick Kane, Jesus. I almost said Jonathan Taze. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> God. Uh, you got Marner. You got Marner. You got Matthews. You got Nylander. You've got uh, Tavares. You've got Tyler Bertuzzi. Um which Bertuzzi was a good pickup for us last year. Yeah, Bruins. the Bruins had all the pickups that they needed last year. They just obviously didn't get a chance to execute like they probably should have. Mm. And then obviously all that money that was there was not available to them. So, yeah. But they do have a lot of salary moving forward, so we'll see how that goes. But they have Boston quickly does have younger players. Uh, Patra, I believe it's pronounced. Matthew Patra. He's my my sway of this year. you got to kind of watch oh. out for that kid because... He's he's going to be something special. Hey, if he made the team, him and uh, Johnny Beecher from uh, the University of Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, both both younger players that have a lot of upside, and at some point, hopefully, this kid Fabian Lysel from Boston does something. But he he was supposed to be, you know, in the not maybe not the next Pasternak, but in the conversation is like somebody who could like be that second guy behind Pasternak, yeah. to put in goals. But we'll see. But yeah, so. Back to Toronto, though. I think Toronto will be will be good for the regular season. The playoffs is a different story, but I think Toronto does win the Atlantic. Uh, over on the Metro side, I have Columbus in the bottom. They're kind of a mess right now. A big mess, actually. Oh, boy. Um, I don't... I should have looked this up, too. I don't know the full story. This is why we're not a legit show sometimes, because I don't <laughs> do my research. We're just, we're just chatting. We're just winging. We wing it. Uh, basically, Mike Babcock was either, I think he was supposed to be the coach of the the Blue Jackets or an executive of some type, and I guess was asking players to like see like their cell phones and like look up their, like their cell phone history and all kinds of weird shit. 
And people were like, oh, I've been trying to throw a red flag at this motherfucker doing this shit for years, and nobody's been noticing. And then they noticed, and they were like, yep, yep, that's the man right there. That's the man. <laughs> that man's a witch. He is a witch. <laughs> oh, jeez. So it's been a big mess in Carolina. I'm sorry, in Columbus. My yeah. apologies. No, not a mess in Carolina. It's a mess in Columbus. Um, in seventh, I have Philadelphia. Kind of the same thing. They're just kind of, eh, they're there. Ah! Ah! Oh, we're all right. We're still good. We're good. We're Fine. still good. We're still good. Uh, Islanders in sixth. Oop. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, we don't have a guitar in here. That was. Bong, 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 bong. I play the bass. Continue. I can't believe you done that. What? I'm trying to. I'm trying I didn't to, do nothing. I'm trying to conduct a show here. Listen, sir. I didn't do shit. Okay, the computer fell. I picked it up. It made a gong. I'm sorry. And then you did that. Listen, I, I had to play the guitar a little I, bit. And I know the reason why you did. I know the reason why you did. I, I am rubber <laughs> and you are glue. Whatever you say sticks to you. That's <laughs> off me and sticks to you, friend. Whatever. <laughs> so to recap, uh, Columbus in eighth, Pittsburgh in set Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. Philadelphia in seventh. Islanders in sixth. Washington, five. Um, the only thing positive for the Capitals right now is that within the next year or so, probably by next year, Alexander Ovechkin will have broken Wayne Gretzky's record, and Wayne Gretzky will no longer be the greatest goal scorer ever, so you can suck on it, Gretzky. Okay. Uh, he should have already had it by now, but he's been robbed of so many fucking games because of the lockouts and the shortened seasons and COVID, and I told you, Ovechkin's easily missed almost a season's worth of games, and he would have already had this fucking record by now. Um. I got the second wild card team is in fourth overall in the Metro, the New York Rangers. They'll be there. They're a good enough team. They'll definitely be there, especially with um, the fuck is their goaltender's name? Who for Washington? No, for for the Rangers. Oh, Rangers. Who the? Oh my God. Rangers. I'm. Oh my God. This is this this show is it's just, not. Uh, what's his name? Uh, sh- not yeah, sh- yeah, sh- Shurkin. Shurkin. Igor Shashurkin. Okay, thank you. I knew it was, I was like, I know it's, <laughs> I knew it has to be, I, I know it's somebody that I remember. It's for sure. Yes. <laughs> Third place is going to be Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to make one last run. So I'm similar to kind of how Boston is, kind of the old guard there. And Crosby, Malkin, Latang. They have Eric Carlson now. That's going to be a big upgrade for them on the power play and stuff. Carolina at two. Carolina's a very deep team all around. Ford's defense, goaltending, they're going to be there. And number one, I have the New Jersey Devils. I think the Devils will go on a run. They're going to win the division. I don't know how they'll do in the playoffs. You'll find that out momentarily. But I do have the Devils being number one in the Metro. Uh, getting into the Central Division, Arizona in eighth, obviously. Yeah. Uh, seventh, Chicago, they're rebuilding. It's unfortunate yeah. we lost um, Taylor Hall. But if you're a Blackhawks fan, you got Taylor Hall to watch. And you got Connor Bedard, the rookie, who's supposed to be the next coming of McJesus and Crosby and Gretzky all mixed into one fucking clump. Yeah, it makes sense, their picks. Like, you know, right. Hall is a fantastic player. Well, Hall got traded because Boston needed to trade him somewhere, yeah. and it was just Chicago. And ironically, isn't it interesting that Boston's first game is against Chicago? Because, <laughs> of course, it is. Uh, St. Louis in six, they don't think, I don't think St. Louis re- realizes that they're rebuilding, but they kind of are supposed to be. Yeah. So, I don't know. Winnipeg, five. Nashville, four. Minnesota, three. Dallas, two. And Colorado, number one. Yeah. Colorado's I, a great squad. They, they'll be there. Yeah. They got upset last year, obviously, by Seattle. I don't think that's going to happen again, but you never know. And in the Pacific, San Jose is rebuilding their eighth. Anaheim's rebuilding their seventh. Vancouver, sixth. They're good, but they're not there just yet. LA at five being the second wild card team. I think LA will be there. Four is Seattle. I think they'll be the first wild card team. Yeah. Uh, behind LA and just ahead of LA. 
Uh, obviously, they had a great run last year to the conference finals where it fell short against Vegas. But I think Seattle will be there. I don't. They, I mean, they could miss too. You never know. They could have a, a lot of hype and they might miss altogether. But I think Seattle will be all right. In third, we have Calgary. Calgary made a coaching change. Hopefully that finally puts them in the spot they need to be. Two is the Vegas Golden Knights. They're going to have a little bit of a regression based on the fact that they did win the Stanley Cup. They have less time to prepare. And number one, and the President's Trophy winners this year, the Edmonton Oilers. Because at some point, you got to think that Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid are going to finally right the ship and just be like, fuck it, we're going to do all the work like we have been, but we're going to do it even better. <laughs> but I will say in that regard, you look back at like the Washington Capitals and Ovechkin didn't get a Stanley Cup for a long-ass time. No, Ovechkin has not gotten a cup for a very, very, very long time. I mean, Ovechkin and Crosby, Ovechkin came in the league in 05 or something, but it was always an issue of they... Uh, they either had the offense and they didn't. They had the offense and defense, but not the goaltending, or the offense and the goaltending, but not the defense, yeah. or the defense and the goaltending, and not the offense. And they didn't have all three, and they just couldn't find the killer instinct to take out teams like the Rangers, like the Penguins, who kept knocking them out year after year after year. Yeah. And then they finally, once they exercised their demons and they beat the Penguins that year, the year they won the cup in uh, overtime, I was like, this team's going to go to the finals. And then, of course, they went on that run and played Vegas, who had no business being in the finals as an expansion team. Yeah. But there they were. And of course, Washington was like, no, this might be Ovi's only chance. And I feel like if Edmonton gets to the finals this year, McDavid, who obviously busts his ass hard enough as it is, is going to be like, this might be my only chance here. I need to make sure to take full advantage of it. I agree. Um, so here are the uh, playoffs run around. Uh, we've got New Jersey and the New York Rangers in the first round matchup. I have, I have the Devils winning in seven. That'd be a great matchup. Carolina and Pittsburgh. I have Carolina beating Pittsburgh in six. Uh, I think Carolina's just overall skill with all positions just being very deep in each area is going to be just too much for Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh has stars, but Carolina's a sneaky good team, and they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, Toronto and Florida. I have Toronto beating Florida. Uh, I think Learning from their mistake last year, getting out of the first round, finally they get that off their back. Now can they get not past round one, but now past round two and maybe get to the conference finals? Uh, I have Toronto beating Florida in seven. And in the 2-3 matchup, I have Boston and Buffalo. It's a nice story for Buffalo to be here, and it's cool that they are here and they'll be here for years to come in the future. But I think the experience of Boston out outlasts them, and they win in six games, Boston over Buffalo. Uh, setting up matchups in round two, New Jersey, Carolina. It's going to be a tight one. It's going to go seven, but I think Carolina is going to pull off a shocking game seven road victory Mm -hmm. to uh, move on to the next round. Toronto, Boston, and Kyle knows that I (laughs) fought with this back and forth. Now, obviously, my heart wants to say Boston, and even part of me, my head wants to say Boston, but if I really, truly think about it, I'm thinking to myself, does a team that doesn't really have a lot of depth at center. Now, granted, the Bruins could be a much different team come playoff time. They could have they could have traded for Mark Shifley or another center, potentially. I don't know who else that would be. But they could definitely make moves if they have the money for it, which I don't know if they will or not, to um, and obviously to, to make a run. And obviously younger players might step up and might be better than you expect them to be. Yeah. Patra and, you know, Johnny Beecher could be solid options. 
So yeah. at some point, you know, Patra could be the number one center for God's sakes, which sounds ridiculous. But if he's balling out, granted, it does help when, you know, Marshawn and uh, Pashanok on your wings. But yeah, if you're a gamer and you're there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You pick up things as you go along and you get better over time. Right. Uh, but Toronto's been making a push for a while. And I know that obviously there's a lot of pressure put on Toronto based on the fact that it's Toronto and they're heavily watched. It's similar to how the Yankees are watched for baseball or, you know, the Lakers are watched in LA. Like every time there's, you know, a season out on the, on the, uh, on the rise, how the team looks, what the expectations are with how much you've paid each player, blah, blah, blah. I have to go with Toronto. And I know it sounds ridiculous because Boston's beaten Toronto the last three or four times they've met in a finals and especially in a game seven each time. But I think at some point, another demon is exercised by Toronto, and especially with them having home ice in that series. I think Boston puts them to seven, but I think Toronto somehow finds a way to win. That being said, if it does come, if it does come down to these two teams at some point in the playoffs and Boston defeats them, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's going to be a good matchup, that's for sure. Right. And then the Eastern Conference final would be uh, Toronto being the uh, host for the seven-game series against the Carolina Hurricanes. I think Toronto is going to just exert too much energy from that seven game series. Both teams are going to exert energy, but I think Toronto getting past Boston is going to be a big step for them now too, even though it's not the same Boston as before. And I think Carolina takes out Toronto in six to move on to the Stanley cup final to play whom though on the Western conference side, I have Edmonton and the LA Kings in the first round. They've battled many times recently, at least the last two or three years. I have Edmonton knocking them out though in six games Vegas and Calgary, I do have Vegas beating Calgary in seven. Colorado, Seattle, the same mistake does not happen to Colorado like it did last time. Uh, Six games for Colorado over Seattle. And Dallas and Minnesota in the Central, which will be a very good matchup. Seven-game series. Dallas takes it. Jake Ottinger's hell of a goaltender. Dallas has a really good team. They'll be there. Mm -hmm. Edmonton and Vegas in the second round. Now. Edmonton will have home ice advantage. And I want to say Edmonton because obviously Vegas is going to be a little bit hungover from the the run they made last year to win the cup. But it could also follow you in the next season too. That that whole mentality. Right. And that's why I'm picking Vegas because in seven games because Vegas has just recently been there. They know what it takes to get to that next step. This will be their Christ. This would have been this would be coming up on their what potentially Fifth, fifth, yeah, fourth or fifth, maybe uh, conference finals appearance, yeah. So, uh, Vegas will be there, and they will play Dallas, who's going. Sorry, not Dallas, Colorado, who outlasts Dallas in seven games. So it'll be Colorado, Vegas. I think eventually, Vegas does slow down just a bit. Two seven game series against a good Calgary team and a good Edmonton team. It's just not enough in Colorado and Kale McCarr in the group. Take out Vegas in six, setting up the, um, I don't know, I guess you could call it the Elements Stanley Cup Finals or the Storm Stanley Cup Finals between <laughs> the Hurricane and the Avalanche. Which one is more powerful? Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's a reasonable assessment. Um, I'm going to go with Carolina. It's a oh. trendy pick. It's not anything out of the blue. Uh, seven games, Carolina beats Colorado. Colorado would have the home ice advantage, but I think Carolina gets her done. 
again, it's the it's the solid offense, the very solid defense, and the goaltending. I think Carolina's goaltending is a little bit better than Colorado's, which is why I give Carolina the edge just slightly. Um, if we're doing the my my heart over my head, Boston's beating Toronto, Boston's beating Carolina, <laughs> and Boston's at least going to the finals to play potentially Colorado or Vegas or or one of those four teams. And Boston may or may not win, but Boston will be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I think your assessment's pretty spot on, as always. Oh, I try. Well, last year it wasn't, though. Yeah, but, you know, you're allowed to have an off year. Yeah, no. I mean, that's that's true. That's true. But but that being said, um, yeah, last year I was like, oh, Vegas is going to struggle, and they're not even going to make the playoffs. And not only did they make the playoffs, they won the Stanley Cup. So, <laughs> yeah. But... That's all I've got. I mean, obviously, they're just predictions. They're just for fun. We'll see how things go. A lot of things can happen. It's the same thing as the NFL season. Injuries can happen. Crazy trades will happen. Teams that you don't expect to be there. I mean, hell, Boston could miss the playoffs, and T- Tampa Bay could be first. Yeah, who, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Enjoy it, though, because it's starting up this week, and I can't wait. Well, I have, well by the time this had come out, it had already had started. Yeah. So there we go. And we are both very excited. Especially me, because my first love of sports, uh, first came baseball, but I fell out of that pretty quickly. But the second one was hockey. I fell into hockey when I got to know you, and ever since then, I've just loved it. I I think it's a great sport. We, um, however, need to talk about something else as well, because we we neglected to talk about the MLB playoffs, so we're just going to throw that in as an bonus. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to go too deep into this. So you had the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays in a wild card series that has already happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas won the best of three series, two nothing. So it eliminates Tampa. Toronto played the Minnesota Twins. Twins beat them in two games to knock them out. Uh, the Phillies beat the Marlins in two games to knock them out. And the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers to knock out the Brewers. So right now, as of this time, as of recording at 518 on Sunday, the October 8th, You've got um, the Texas Rangers up one game to none in the series against the Baltimore Orioles. The Astros are up 1-0 on the Twins. The Phillies are up 1-0 on the Braves. And surprisingly, the Diamondbacks are up 1-0 on the Dodgers. And for those people who are big baseball fans know that Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers, the legendary pitcher himself, had a terrible game last night. His worst in his career. Absolutely worst in his career. Could not have gone any worse. Jeez. I'm going to I'm going to find this game cuz I want to read you basically what happened to Clayton Kershaw yesterday. Because it is it's ridiculous. Ooh. It's bad. For you to say that? Yeah, it must be bad. Oh, it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> oh boy. Hold on just a sec. Okay. So, this is the top of the first for Clayton Kershaw, okay? Oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> oh boy. No, it's bad. All right. Uh, first batter of the game, double to deep center. Mm-hmm. Second batter of the game, single. It's already one nothing. Yeah. Third batter, another single. Got runners at first and second. Still no outs. Uh, fourth batter, double. That scores in another run. You got runners at first and third. Next batter, three run home run. It's five nothing. Oh my god. Finally get. <laughs> finally get an out, a ground out. Next batter walks. Next batter comes up, hits a double. It's now 6 nothing with one out. Oh. And Clayton Kershaw gets 
pulled after giving up six runs in the inning. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who like to hear stats, you ready for this? Mm. One thir- a third of an inning pitched, six hits, six runs, six errors, one walk, no strikeouts, 35 pitches, an earn run average of 162, Ooh. and a whip of 21. Jeez. <laughs> Got massacred. Yeah. <laughs> just wow. just a bit. So um if I'm looking at this, normally when I pick baseball teams, like if obviously if my team's not in it, which obviously people will make a joke, well you've got like ten teams, Kevin. Well, I I used to and now I just have the one, okay? Yes. Yeah. For those of you who need to be caught up on this, I was a Yankees fan for a very long time when I was a small child. Uh, because of the navigators. If you don't know who the navigators are, look them up. Norwich Navigators, Connecticut Defenders whatever you want to call them. Uh, let's see, unicorns are different. But now they're the Richmond Flying Squirrels. It's a whole thing. Anywho, then it transformed after I got out of baseball for a while and I was just kind of watching the World Series. I didn't care about baseball. It went to the Indians for a bit. Well, now they're the Guardians, but at the time it was the Indians because my ex-wife, as I've said before, is her family was from, part of her family was from Ohio and her grandfather rooted for the Indians and I was like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And now that, you know, we're not together anymore. I was like, well, I might as well just complete the Trinity because I'm already a fucking Red Sox. I mean, a Bruins and a Patriots fan. So I'm as well because I'm not really a basketball guy, but you know, yeah, Celtics. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, I decided just the Red Sox could complete the, the Holy, the Holy Trinity there. So there we are. Um, normally I pick teams who have never won the world series or teams who haven't won in a while, or maybe a player who's an older player who hasn't had a chance to win a world series and does. So, um, I'd obviously like to see the Twins beat the Astros because I think, you know, obviously if I was an Astros fan, I would want to say that, but I kind of just don't want to see Houston anymore. I'm kind of tired of Houston, which I know is crazy for me to say because people obviously were tired of the Patriots for a long, long time, and yeah, I can't really complain about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it would be nice to get some new fresh meat in there. So Minnesota being in there would be cool. Baltimore or Texas, either one. I think I'd prefer to see Texas. Actually, Texas, a, a Texas-Houston series would be good as far as like an in-state rivalry. That'd be really great because the Texas Rangers play in, I believe, Arlington, Texas, so which isn't too far from Dallas. So you got like Dallas-Houston essentially kind of set up. That would be pretty sick. And then Braves-Phillies. I mean, Braves had a lot of bravado. I believe came in with the best record in baseball, I believe. Yeah, 104 and 58. They had the best record in baseball. And um, yeah, I mean, if they got knocked out by the Phillies, I mean, the Phillies made it to the World Series last year. And eventually lost to the Astros. So, yeah. um, but Phillies being in there would be great. And obviously getting the Dodgers out of there. Nobody wants, I'm, I'm tired of the team, the Dodgers. Get, get them <laughs> the fuck out. So, like Phillies Diamondbacks or Braves Diamondbacks, something different. Something like if you wanted to throw at me like a Diamondbacks Rangers World Series, I'm fucking there for it. Like I know the Diamondbacks have won a World Series before, but it's been since like 2001 since they won the World Series. It's been a minute. Yeah. The Dodgers haven't have won within the last couple of years. The Phillies haven't won in a long time. The Braves just recently won. The Twins have not won in a long time. The Astros have recently won. The Orioles and the Rangers have not won in a long time. So, But I don't really want an AL East team to win because fuck them. <laughs> yeah. So I would say right now my favorite would probably be Texas. Probably Texas. Okay. I don't know why, just Texas. At least you threw so, it out there. Yeah. So that's all I got. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate it as always. 
Yeah. And uh, Kyle's going to read off all of our social shit, and then we're going to get out of here. All right. We are the Wicked Caves Podcast. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. Deezer. And wherever you get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube audio only at the moment. Phone number 774-764-9074. Email thewickedks at gmail.com. Our website, www.thewickedks.com. Uh, Patreon uh, is patreon.com forward slash the wicked KS. $3 a month, just a cup of coffee. Uh, socials, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter, or X, as it is known now. Whatever you want to do. At the wicked KS. And just remember our shows come out at noon, either Saturday or Sunday. Most likely just on Sundays for now, but we'll see where we go. We're just coasting right now. I'm still getting over being sick, so we'll we'll see where we go from here. What's the matter? What happened? Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson passes to Jaleel McLaughlin to the right for a 22-yard touchdown. Oh, jeez. It's old news, I understand, but I was trying to figure out if I should start Damon Pierce or Jaleel McLaughlin today, and I was like, oh, I'll start Damon Pierce. Eh, wrong. wrong. Shouldn't have started any Houston Texans today. <laughs> I should have started Adam Thielen in the place of Nico Collins, and I should have started Jaleel McLaughlin in their place of Damon Pierce. <laughs> I almost want to drop Damon Pierce, but there are literally no running backs left in our league, so unless somebody gets, like, you know, a broken toe... I told is, you uh, I would trade. I know that, but the rest of your running backs aren't that great. And I'm <laughs> and and unfortunately, in, in <laughs> trades... No, listen. Unfortunately, in trades, you have to kind of, like, give something to get something. No, no, I agree. James Conner is just kind of eh. Kamara, obviously you're not going to trade Kamara. Harris, eh. And that's all you got. That is true. That's all you got. You got Najee Harris and you got Conner. Both are eh. That is true. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But in the same sense, I keep telling you, I keep, I tell Steph, said I'm open to trades. He got 14 points. I mean, I'm not going to say no to a trade if I believe it'll be be beneficial to me. Yeah, well, the only trade that I would be able to make would be for Kamara, and you're not going to give me Kamara unless I give something up of value. You would need to give up value, but <laughs> depends on what you want. I'd have to look. I, I We'll talk about this after the show. Okay. We're not going to bore the people with this. No, no. With our fantasy football nonsense. No. Thanks for listening. Tune in, tune in or tap out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's done. He's out. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah.